Welcome to the Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide Podcast with Bishop K.B. Ransford. Numbers 16, 23-24. Numbers 16, 23-24. Verse 23. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Say to the congregation, Get away from around the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram. Then Moses arose and went to Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he said to the congregation, Get away from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, or you will be swept away in all their sin. So they got back from around the tents of Korah, Dathan and Abiram, and Dathan and Abiram came out and stood at the doorway of their tents with their wives and their sons and their little children. Watch me. God was able to tell the Israelites to move away from wicked people. To get out of even their tents. When I was there, even their houses. To get out. Because God is about to destroy it. But if you don't get out, and God is destroying it, you will argue to it. It's when you have a divine identity. You separate yourself from wicked people. Why? Then Moses said, By this you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works. For I do not act of my own accord. He said, by this, Goku, you will know yakwaz. that God has sent me. That is not my works. Hey. If these men die the common death of all mankind, or if what happens to everyone happens to them, then you will know for sure that the Lord has not sent me. Watch me. Watch me. Moses said, Moses. If you allow this wicked people to just die a normal death, uh-uh. no. It means you have not sent me. But let something that has never happened. Go ahead. Identity. Radically. Verse 30. But if the Lord creates an entirely new thing and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up along with all that belongs to them and they descend alive into Sheol, the nether world, the place of the dead, then you will understand that these men have spent and rejected the Lord. Watch me. Moses is saying that let the earth open swallow all these people including everything they have can you imagine if they are in their house the earth will open and she will bury their house bury everybody anything that is down not going down the earth will open and it will swallow them he said when you do this it's a sign that yes you are with me. Identity. It's as this radically enforced. Don't let them die a normal death. death has never occurred. People can talk about it for 10 years. Go ahead. 
As soon as Moses finished speaking all these words, the ground under them split open. After he started speaking, and go back to the third time. The ground, Saba. The ground, Saba. Radically, enforcing his identity. Practically, hey. As soon as he stopped speaking, hey. hey. The ground under the offenders split apart. Watch me. So when you are all standing here, that is why he has to separate them. Because where they are standing, as you open and swallow all. As soon as he stopped speaking. What happened? And the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their households and all the men who supported Korah with the all their possessions. Household. The earth was open. Swallow the house. Swallow the children. Swallow the household. Swallow everybody. Radicalize your divine identity. Practically. The moment the guy stopped speaking, he swallowed all of them. Their houses, their cars, their camels, their donkeys. Moses. Long Moses. Who are you? They and all that belonged to them went down alive to Sheol, and the earth closed over them, and they perished from among the assembly. All Israel who were around them fled, and their outcry, for they said, The earth may swallow us also. Fire also came forth from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. Yes, a man who knows his identity. Finish speaking. The earth opened. That same power is in you. That same power is in you. That same is in you. That same is in you. But you don't know. Fire also came forth from the Lord and consumed the 250 men who were offering the incense. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell Eliezer, the son of Aaron, the priest, that he is to pick up the censers from the midst of the blaze, for they are holy. And you scatter the burning coals abroad. As for the censers of these people who have sinned at the cost of their lives, have the censers made into hammered sheets as a plating for the altar of burnt offering. For they were presented before the Lord, and they are sacred. They shall be a warning sign to the sons of Israel. When so, you radicalize your divine identity, Lord, that there is always a sign and a warning. There was a man also who spoke 
and something stood that could not move Joshua 10 Joshua 10 12 to 15 verse 12 then Joshua spoke to the Lord on the day when the Lord handed over the Amorites to the sons of Israel and Joshua said in the sight of Israel son stand still he says son Langa. Don't move. Stand still. Even when you want to move, I said, don't move. Stand where you are. Stand where Sun stand still at Gibeon and moon in the valley of Aijalon. He was able to control the sun Langa. and the moon. Not God controlling. An ordinary man. Joshua. Because he radicalized his divine identity. Practically. Nature was responding. So the sun stood still. And the moon stopped until the nation of Israel took vengeance upon their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jasha? So the sun stood still in the middle of the sky and was in no hurry to go down for about 14. a whole day. Look at 14. See, a man was able to command the sun and the moon. Don't move. I, I am stopping the time. The whole day. Now look at 14. Don't forget this verse 14. There has not been a day like that before. There has not been a day like it before. When the Lord listened to when the Lord heeded the voice of a man. For the Lord was fighting for Israel. Then Joshua and all Israel with him returned to the camp at Gilgal. It's fine. He said there is not even a day that a man that God has listened to a man like this. God is waiting to hear from you. I said, God is waiting to hear from you. Until you radicalize your divine identity. Practically. Judges 6 33 to 40. 33. Verse 33. Judges chapter 6, verse 33. Right. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east came together and crossing the Jordan. They came together Ashangana. and they were crossing the river. The river Jordan. Hallelujah. Man. They were crossing. And camped in the valley of Jezreel. But the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon. But the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon. I see the spirit of God clothing you right now. I see the spirit of God clothing you right now with your divine identity. Shout Jesus. 
The Spirit of God. It didn't touch him. The Spirit of God. It didn't move him. But the Spirit of God clothed him. There was a new identity. There was a divine identity. The Spirit of God didn't come upon him. But the Spirit of God clothed him. Sometimes the Spirit of God can come upon you. Sometimes the Spirit of God can move through you. But this time around, the Spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon. A change of identity. The Spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon with himself. It clothed Gideon with himself. So Gideon was carrying the real divine identity of God. Clothed himself. Clothed Gibeon and empowered him, and he blew a trumpet. And he blew a trumpet. What better word? When you identify, you are divine identity radically. When you enforce it, you know, Gibeon said, "I only need a sign." Why? And he blew a trumpet, and, and he blew the trumpet. And the Abizrites were called together to follow him. He sent messengers throughout the tribe of Manasseh, and the fighting men were also called together to follow him. And he sent messengers to the tribes of Asher, Zeblan, and Naphtali, and they came up to meet them. Then Gideon said to God, And Gideon said to God, if you are going to rescue Israel, if you are going to rescue or deliver Israel through me, through me, as you seek God delivering and blessing it through you, because you carry the identity of God, because you are clothed with God's identity. If you are going to rescue Israel through me as you have spoken, behold, I will put a fleece of freshly sheared wool. Listen, Mamel, did yourself God. If what you are saying about my identity is real, then radically, I want to practicalize it. In other words, I will put a fleece of freshly sheared wool on the threshing floor. Listen, Mamel, I'm going to put a wool. Thou beg a wool? If there is dew only on the fleece, if and there is dew on the wool, and it is dry on all around the ground. And when it's dry, all around the ground, meaning when the cotton wool has water, and the ground is dry. 
Then I will know that you will rescue Israel through me. No man have said. When there is a cotton wool, a wool with water, and a man, it drops on the ground. So I'm sure. Gideon is saying, I want a cotton wool, wool with water and to be on the dry land. Because when oh. there is water, a it will manifest on the wool. But when there's water in the wool, on a dry place, it is abnormal. So Gideon said, I want you to do that. And I'm going to put a dew on this place, on a dry ground. And let me check if the ground will still be dry and the fleece will still have dew. Are you getting the mystery here? It's when you put a drop of water on a cotton wool and I place it on the floor here. Obviously, you see water. So Gideon said, I'm going to put the water on the cotton wool and I want it to be still be dry on the floor. Then I will know that you will rescue Israel through me, Good. as you have said. And it was so. When he got up early the next morning and squeezed the dew out when of the When he woke up early in the morning, he squeezed the dew from the cotton wood. He wrung from it a bowl of full of water. Then Gideon said to God, Do not let your anger burn against Please, me. Please, I beg you, God. You've done it. It was dry. But it was full of water. Please, give me another one again. So that I may speak once more. Watch me. When you radicalize your divine identity, you can put God on the spot. Practical. Please let me make a test once more with the fleece. Come and say once more. Come and say once more. Now let only the fleece be dry and let there be dew on all the ground around. So meaning, let the fleece be dry and let there be water all over on the ground and let's see because something that is dry when it's on the ground that is waterlogged obviously it will affect it my God you know how powerful your God is you see when I was just reading I set him into it it made me to see how powerful God is but because we don't radicalize our divine identity into practicality. So we don't see God. I beg you. You did the first one. I saw it. But can you do another one again? Let's try that one. My God. My, my, my. God did so that night, for it was dry only on the fleece, and there was dew. On all the ground around it. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So Gideon, Gideon believed God for a sign. He radicalized his divine identity into practicality. He commanded God for a sign. And God gave him a sign. When you know your divine identity and you practicalize it, you radicalize it, God gives you a sign. Anywhere you step, God can give you a sign. Shout Jesus. Those are the things you need to understand. And when you know your divine identity, you radicalize it. Practically, you can tell God you need a sign. And God will give you a sign. Why did you clap for the Lamb of God? The last one. Second Kings. 13. Verse 21. Elisha's bone raised the dead. The bone raised the dead. The bone raised the dead. Let's go. And it happened that as a man was being as a man was being buried on an open bed. On an open bed. They saw a marauding band coming. Right. And they threw the man into Elisha's grave. They were carrying a man. That you are going to bury. And when they remembered. The identity. Of Elisha. They understood. The things that God used him. To do. They believe. That even though he's bad. That his bones is still alive. I am tempted to believe they connected it to the dry bones. If the dry bone was able to come back alive and they understood the identity of this prophet of God, they understood the works of Elisha, they knew his God, they knew the signs and wonders that the Lord used him for. He said, We know we are going to bury you. But before we bury you, we are just going to throw you into the grave where the bones of Elisha So they were carrying a man. Tell your neighbor, it's crucial. That's seven people, it's crucial. Very crucial. They were carrying the man. Going to bury. They were singing the song. Hallelujah. Amen. They were singing. They were going to bury the man. And I am tempted to believe. Because they are men back. There is a man that lived. A prophet of God. Whose name was Elisha. We know his works. We know the things God is for. And we know the identity of a man. It's not within the body. It's embedded within. So I know Elisha. Everything is still alive. 
I know Elisha. Elisha is spread and gone. By his identity. What is that that represents the anointing and the works of God. Is still there. So they carried hey, baskets. They were singing. They said, We are going to bury this guy. But we are not digging in a grave. We are going to throw this dead body into the grave of Elisha. We are going to throw this dead body into the grave of Elisha. So I am tempted to believe they never dug in a grave for the dead. Because they believed in the identity of Elisha. And it happened that as a man was being buried on an open bear, they saw a marauding band coming and they threw the man into Elisha's Watch grave. Me. So they carried it. They got there. They were dumping the body. Jesus. What happened? And they threw the body into Elisha's grave. But when the body of the man was being let when down, when the body of the man was being let down and touched the bones, the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his your feet. Your divine identity is not in your body. It's embedded within. When they threw the dead body into the grave and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived. He revived. He revived and stood on his feet. My God. You understand what it means? Listen. Somebody can be revived. But it doesn't mean God, I tell you, the person can stand on his feet. Because God, when somebody is being raised from the dead, automatically they cannot just walk. They sit. They talk to them. They find them. They give them water. All those things. And with this one, when they threw the bones into the grave, touch the bones, touch the bones, touch the divine identity. You see, your divine identity is not in your body, it's within. That's a mystery. So you can die. But it doesn't mean Aichi. your identity is spread. When they threw the dead, I don't know what is dead in your life. I don't know what is dead in your life. I don't know what is dead in your life. I don't know what is causing your life. When they dropped, a dead body into the grave when it touched on the bones my God hey. what happened 
He stood up on his feet. First, he revived. You know the revelation here? You see, when you radicalize your divine identity, practically, it can revive everything that is bad. And not only reviving, it can make that thing to stand again. I don't know what you are going through. This dead body doesn't have faith. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing of the word. Nobody preached. To the dead body. But the identity of a servant of God. Identity of a true prophet of God. When he packed the bones. And you are carrying. Jesus. He says, this is a man that conquered that went under death that went above to the keys of death and that man is in you what is it that you cannot do what is it that you cannot speak Jesus raised the dead and is inside you he walked upon the sea. He is inside you. He cleansed the leper. He is inside you. He healed the lame. He healed the blind. He is inside you. We hope you were blessed by the word of the Lord. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on plus two seven eight three three four seven zero seven four nine. For daily decrees with Bishop, you can follow us on our social media platforms. On Facebook, search for Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide Miracle Center and your life will never be the same again.